right, all right, we are back. I think I was trying to calculate because we have some banked up here that we haven't put out yet, at least when we're recording this. But I think this is episode 44, Ian. And we're back with my main man, Ian, from what was it, episode five? Episode five, yeah. So I'm my old in my old uh, format of Team Biolog Classics, which has now been rebranded. Yeah. So yeah. I remember you taught me how to say Balilok, so now I got yeah, so... now I have an easier thing to say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll a little bit easier to say. I was I was finding that a lot of uh, yeah my even my English followers and American followers couldn't pronounce it, so uh, thought it was time to, a time to change. So. Uh, swap things around a little bit. I don't know if you just saw that, Ian, but this son of a bee, Sean. <laughs> I don't even mean to like. I don't know what you're on about, mate. This Sorry, son Ian. of a bee. This son of a bee over here is drinking Worcestershire sauce. Over here. <laughs> if you guys aren't watching the podcast nowadays, first of all, we got Sean Jokester over here, magician Sean with his Worcestershire sauce. I can't even say sauce after that word. And then we got Ian with his sweet Cooper S Traveler, which is coincidentally kind of your new brand here. We, we, that's right. That that cracked me up, Sean. That was funny. Oh, man. For those that are just listening, he has his his cup that with masking tape and just says Worcestershire sauce on it. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, okay. That was funny. Anyway, (laughs) episode five, Ian was on. We, uh, you know, we kind of bounced all around um, his uh, YouTube page, Team Bali Lock, um, kind of went over a lot of stuff, but decided to rebrand here. And um, so a lot of strange, a lot of change. It's been almost a year, right? We're we're coming up on a year here um, very soon. So I like to have people back on. We just had Cole back on and um, Ian had a, a ton of stories and I try to keep it to an hour because I don't know if people, I don't know. You guys tell me, do you guys want to listen to longer than an hour? I don't, I don't know, but um, I thought hour ish is a sweet yeah. spot. So let's have him back on. Let's chat more minis, um, hear what's up going on down the pipeline for him and his Cooper S traveler. So how'd that come about? What what kind of made that change for you? Well, the last time I was on, we, we, we mainly talked about auto testing. So at the time I was uh, competing in auto testing, um, maybe had to sell things on the shelf a little bit. But of recent times, I've decided maybe to leave it in the back burner for a little while, concentrate on the traveler and um, sort of do a little bit more in terms of shows and going for runs and so on. Um, and just... Maybe at some point I'll go back to auto testing again, but again, like I said, I find a lot of people were finding in Bali Lock difficult to pronounce, especially to spell if they're looking for it. Uh, if you're not from Northern Ireland or Ireland, you know, you, you can't really, uh, maybe it's not, it's not in everybody's first language, put it that way. Um, so yeah, I decided, yeah, I have the Cooper S Traveler behind me. Thought, why not? We'll just call it Cooper S Traveler. It's it's easy it rolls off the tongue and that's exactly what my instagram page is all about um is the cooper s traveler and my adventures with it so decided yeah if it's a new year let's get a rebrand going and yeah we'll see what happens so and i feel like we 
briefly touched on the Cooper S Traveler. Maybe you kind of, um, you know, cause you've had yeah, minis and you've, yeah. you've been a mini guy for a while and you have tons of stories, but why don't we jump into that and kind of what's changed with it and kind of give the origins of it. Cause it's, it's a pretty sweet car. I mean, I think the Traveler is a, a favorite amongst a lot of people, but um, this one's pretty special. Well, if I, say, if I go back to the beginning, uh, I know I did talk about it maybe a little bit briefly, maybe on the last episode that was on, but um, I was looking, wasn't looking for a Traveler. Um, I was just looking for a Mini at the time. Um, as a, I suppose I was, what, six, 16, 17. Um, I was looking for you know a Mini for my first car. Uh, I'd had minis beforehand, but I just wanted something that I could use every day. So on the lookout for something pretty special, um, I never even thought of an early mini, never even thought of, an, of, a, of a variant. And it just almost fell in my lap. Um, a friend of the family needed to store a car uh, at, a, at a relative's house, a relative's uh, sheds. And he just says, look, I need to make a bit of space. Um, a few cars need to sell. And he says, well, what are you looking to get rid of? He says, there's no mini here. So he says, I know a guy could be, could be interested maybe. Uh, he phoned me up, said, here Ian, um, uh, Leslie's looking to sell a, a Mini, would you be interested? I said, yeah, sure, I'll go down and take a look at it. He opened the doors of the barn and pulled a few covers off, saw the saw the green paintwork. I thought, well, you know, it's an early enough car. He pulled a bit further back and you can see the, you know, the external door hinges, the sliding windows. So, oh, brilliant, it's a really early car. But whenever he pulled the covers off completely, you can see the woodwork at the back. And I was just, hey, yeah, I have to get it. Never expected it. Um, had one had never seen one in reality. Seen plenty of pictures and books and so on. Uh, had never even seen one at a show, uh, even in England at the time. So it was it was a must-have car. Um, so yeah, it was stored. This was in 1998, I think it was. Um, the car had been stored since 1974 um, in this dry barn. Um, so it was in really, really good condition, um, body-wise. Um, mechanically, it was seized. Um, the car hadn't been running for maybe 15 or 20 years. And uh, so, yeah, we saved it, um, brought it home in the back of the load loader and uh, gave the car a light restoration at the time. Um, I think only we get some light welding. It needed a wing on the passenger side, um, on the left-hand side for our overseas viewers um, <laughs> and I daily just got a paint job on some new wood. The wood was completely rotten, uh, but I said all the mechanicals was completely seized. So I bought another mini. Now, at the time we were able to buy minis at two, three hundred pounds running you know, with with a, with a current uh, MOT certificate on it. Uh, that's a roadworthiness certificate. It even had some, I think the one I bought even had 11 months road tax still on it. So this was a running and driving daily car. I think it had 25 or 26,000 miles on it. So yeah, it was an 1884 Mini City that I bought uh, for 200 pounds. Uh, and we just we just transplanted the entire thing onto the bonnet of the Mini. Um, and all the switch gear, everything. And we went from there. It was a really basic and relatively cheap uh, I wouldn't say restoration at the time, more of a, a 
sort of a, a recommissioning of the car more than anything. So yeah, it was now a thousand cc, and it's nine nine eight. Um, still running drum brakes, so we'll be changed over to the twin leading shoe drum brakes as opposed to the single leading shoes. Uh, put some wide drums in the back, and drove the car for three, four, five years, completely, almost completely stock. Um, sort of going on a wee bit until it kind of started. I was using the car every day. This is my daily driver. Um, it started to go, you know, started to show its age. And then I think in 2007, I think it was, took the car off the road and completely restored it. So at this time it got uh, pretty much brand new from probably the the windscreen forward sills, the usual uh, many things. Um, but uh, yeah, then I got a fresh coat of paint again. Um, kept the 1000cc in it, but put compressed brakes on it and drove it up for a little while until I decided that I needed a little bit more of a refresh. This was in 2017, I think it was. And uh, yeah, I decided I needed to do something with the Mini. Um, we were getting married, decided I needed really to get the car back on the road properly because I had been using my Rally Mini mostly at the time. And yeah, we built, rebuilt the car for the wedding car and happened to have a Cooper S engine sitting under the bench and yeah, I thought, why not? So the Cooper S went under the bonnet and so white roof went on the car to match. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of where Cooper S Traveler came about. Um, so the kind of the idea I have now is sort of how I imagine a Cooper S traveler would have been if it had been produced and maybe how it would have been done up by their owners so my, my sort of the ethos behind it is sort of uh, period mods to how it would have been in the 60s is kind of my idea so yeah i think so far i think i've pulled some of it off already so it's so kind of like yeah was was that something that BMC were, were toying with the idea of doing anyway, doing a, a Traveller Cooper S? I don't believe it ever went... I, I think it was something was sort of uh, thought about, but didn't really go further than the drawing board, from what I understand. Uh, I do know that John Cooper Garages at the time, or Cooper Car Company at the time, did modify a few. Uh, I think uh, Clint Eastwood had one. Steve McQueen had one. Really? Um, and... Uh, there's, a, there's a few other celebrities had them. I think they made about. I'm not sure exactly. I wouldn't be totally. Wouldn't quote me on it. But I think they made a dozen or twenty Cooper S travelers. Wow. But they weren't. Wow. But they weren't. But they weren't uh, production cars. They were right. just by the Cooper Car Company. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And I think they did some little things. I think they put square headlights in some of them. Ah. Uh... Uh, uh, I think like the the, the Radford style idea, mm. but. It was never official, from what I, got, I understand, but I, I could be wrong on that. But I don't think they ever were an official idea. That's the coolest yeah. stuff, though. I yeah. love that kind of like story or like old wives' tale of you know, kind of like <laughs> it's really interesting. And I'm sure somebody out there knows more, and I'm sure that's in a book somewhere. But that stuff is so cool to me. But even what you have done to yours it's like um you know the the people nowadays that do like the oem plus type of thing you know just some tasteful mods like 
Yeah. It's like re reimagining the the traveler of how maybe it should have been from the factory or at least up to today's standards, I guess, more so because a 998 was probably sufficient of the time, but that's that's cool. I love that. And my bigger question is why did you just randomly have a Cooper S engine sitting on your workbench? <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean yeah, I do man. I do too. Just throwing that out there, guys. I randomly have one under my workbench too. Yeah, but... it uh, again, it it fell in love. <laughs> I find I find that a lot of uh, the kind of the, the stuff that ends up in my garage, I kind of it just happens. It never, I'm never planned to do anything. Yeah. Um, everything just evolves. I mean, the car evolved into this. I never intended to do this. And um, that's the best, though. I think yeah, that's where it really works out, and that's. That's how I like to do it. Obviously, right now, if I had money and room, I'd be Cooper S this, this year, this year, this weird model, and I'd buy them all. But that's not how any of my minis work. They both fell into my lap, just like you said. And pretty much everything kind of that I have in my garage fell in my lap as well. And I think that's kind of how I like to do it. And I think that's what the the unique builds out there kind of um that i'm interested in it always seems to be very similar stories right like i didn't set out to build like a ratty kind of as sean would say like outlawish type of mini it just kind of happened i wanted to strip it back and paint it and then i was like you know what i'd rather just drive it let me just you know all right this part i picked up here this part i found here this one popped up on craigslist let's just you know and it turned into this obviously i'm not willy-nilly throwing things at it but you know, you sat on that S engine for a while, I would assume. And then you're like, Bing, yeah, kind of. Yeah. The engine, again, it, I just happened to be on Facebook. A friend of mine had posted up a picture on Facebook mm-hmm. and I saw this mini engine sitting on a pallet behind him. And I just messaged him here, mate, what, what are you doing with the engine? You know? And, uh, cause he's a, he's a Vauxhall man. He, he likes his Vauxhalls and his Opals. Um, so he likes his Opal Mantas and, um, you know, his Group B rally car type ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so he was never uh, he his girlfriend now his wife. She was in the minis, but never him. So anyway, I text him. I says, "Here, Scott, what a what weirdo." The engine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he says, oh, "Yeah, I'll sell it if you're interested. I'll sell it." <clears throat> so he says, "Yeah, like, well, how much do you want for it?" And he says, um, "Should come up and you can make me an offer." So went up to to see him. <clears throat> And he had this engine sitting. I says, I'll "Tell you what, engine, just give me 120 pounds. You can have it." Wow. So I, yeah. So I said, yeah, okay, I'll I'll take it, no problem. So, um, this is when I was driving up, and you know, stopped at the bank, got 150 pounds out, and uh, so I'll have a bit of change to give him. And um, yeah, arrived up, and the engine was sitting, and realised yeah, it's an 11 stud head. It's a Cooper S head. <laughs> uh, was sitting He's and fine. then so he pulled the block out and there's the block sitting yeah it's a Cooper S block and um, you know I was like here copy it is you know I said I have to give you more than 120 pounds this and he says no 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 120 pounds so I handed up 120 quid and loaded up the block and you know it was basically the short engine then he arrives out with another box and he had the twin carburetors and he had the airbox and he made everything yeah Um. So yeah, I brought it home. It sat in my car in my garage for years before I thought I'd do anything with it at all. Um, and yeah, we just decided one time, yeah, we'll build the engine. Um, 
we were restoring, my dad and I were restoring a 62 Mini at the time. Um, so didn't have time to, to build the engine myself. Uh, so I said, we'll take it and get somebody to do it, build it. And uh, I'm not sure maybe everybody would be, know who he is, but uh, he's a very famous guy here in Northern Ireland called Mervyn Johnston. Uh, he actually won the production class in the Circuit of Ireland uh, rally in a mini in 1964. Um, so he was rallying with Paddy Hopkirk and, and those guys. Uh, but he's sort of a, a quite a famous mini man here. Took the engine to him, he built the engine for me, and I had it sitting on a pallet in the garage. And so then we decided to put it into this. Um, we were nearly going to put it into the 62. Uh, we decided to keep it at 50. And we nearly put it in my rally mini, but we decided to keep it 1,000. So it was surplus to requirements, and this needed an engine. So it went in here. If the shoe fits. Exactly, yeah. So because um, another engine we actually had for this car came in the came in the boot of the car when I got it was a, a just 998 engine. But whenever I checked the numbers in uh, the David Vizard book, turned out it's a Cooper, it's a 1965 Cooper engine, Cooper Thousand. Son of a so, bee. Damn. So yeah, it's sitting. It's actually sitting on my bench at the minute. Most uh, I'm just ready to put the pistons in. What is it, it going to go in? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so yeah, there's a future. There's an idea rattling up here as to what what's going to happen but i don't have a car at the minute but uh, yeah there's a few ideas uh rattling about upstairs well there's there's cars uh floating about we're just waiting yeah. for an engine <laughs> wow yeah, totally so dang that's cool i uh like i said i i enjoy that kind of stuff and it's um it's not about picking it up because you have something for it right away it's it's what it can evolve into and I think, um, you know, that's, uh, I think everyone listening has had that story for sure, but that's the fun part about mm-hmm. it, man. That's the fun part about it. That's why I can't get rid of uh, any of my parts. Cause it's like, what could that go on someday? I don't know. Yeah. I, I did a, I did a big clear out of, of things a few, uh, a few years ago. I, I'm not really, I'm not really terribly interested in the eighties on minis. I've had quite a few of them, but my, my, my heart stays with the 60s and 70s cars, of course. mainly the 60s cars with the side windows. Um, so I sold a lot of my later stuff, but I just can't get rid of all the old bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have two or three doors of bonnets and bootlets here, um, of en- engines, and things. I just can't get rid of them. Um, so, yeah, it's the latest project. I've been flooring the roof space of the garage here, so just room room to put everything and. Finally got everything away from my dad's garage. I'm sure he's he's pleased about so. <laughs> See, I'm still at the stage where it doesn't matter what year it's from. I want to take it and just to just to see, just to make sure, you know. <laughs> Although I do really like my um, because my uh, engine in my car is the later model, the high compression '90s Cooper engine, the A plus, and it's, yeah. You know, so sometimes people might throw that away. You never know. <laughs> yeah, because um, I had the, I'd probably the same engine, only the carburetor version of it. Um, I had in a 1994 Mini Tahiti, mm-hmm. uh, which actually was my everyday car. I actually bought the car at four year old, so it only has 16 or 17,000 miles old when I bought it, four year old. Wow. So this was a 90, yeah, so 98. I was uh, not long past my driving test and was looking for, this is around the time I was looking for a Mini. 
um, before I found the Traveller. Um, I did have this, this Tahiti, and that was my daily driver to university uh, at the time. Uh, well, to school first and then to university. Um, and yeah, it was a 1300 uh, Cooper engine uh, with the uh, HIF 38 on it. It was a lovely, lovely going little car. Um, I drove it for, I think I put 100,000 miles in that car, I think. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was, yeah, I used it a lot. Um, but yeah, it was just, I think it was the only 13, it is, yeah, that was the only 1300 Mini I ever had, barring the Traveller here. I uh, had, had a lot of thousands. Oh, yeah, because your um, Cooper S engine's a 1293, right? It's now 1293, yeah. yeah. So when we when we were building the engine, when Reverend Johnson was building the engine, um, it was only a matter of going down to recondition the engine. It was only going to be 1275. It was going to keep it bone stock. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he phoned me. He says, oh, yeah, the, 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 the bores are not good enough to hone. We're going to have to go plus 20. You happy with me to do that? So yeah, sure, go ahead. You know, it's now twelve nine three, um, and I thought when you're doing it, you know, we'll, we'll change the cam, we'll make a car a good fast road car at the time. So instead of going dead standard, we'll do something with it. So yeah, so it's uh, so this car is now twelve nine three has a MG Metro cam on it. So what's what's that comparable to? I think it's an SW five comparable cam. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, so it's. Uh, but yeah, even well, I've now I've changed over to single carburetor. Um, I was I think there was a problem with my linkage uh, in my carburetor. The linkage was broken on it, so I just haven't got um, a new linkage for it. So I swapped it over to a thousand or into a single car for the time being. Um, but yeah, the, the carbs were fully rebuilt. Um, I can't remember what needles they were running, but they were running a fairly rich needle. Um, but yeah, the cars she goes well. It's uh, maybe he's estimating about 95 rec horsepower, so not, mm. you know, but I mean, the car originally came with 26, 27 horsepower in the yeah. 48, so it's a it's huge considerably, improvement. considerably faster than it was. I keep forgetting, I wanted, I've been wanting to ask you because my um, S engine is a 1293. I don't know, I, I, I want to um, break it down and put all new gaskets and stuff on it just in be able to see what cam and, and gearbox and everything are on it but um yeah i was curious of how how that gets gets along and what kind of horsepower it's putting out obviously there's certain <clears throat> things that play into that but um yeah that's what mine is too so i'm excited to get that in one of these days yeah, no, it, it, it goes well no, it gets up and goes well um I, I think it cruises nicely at about 65 you know 70 it, it stays with the it stays with the modern traffic, you know, fine. It it gets it gets up there pretty quickly too. So, I mean, it's not it's not a it's not a rocket ship. It's not it's not yeah. a really quick car, but it's it's good for what it is. Um, I'm happy with it. I mean, I don't think I'd ever, unless something catastrophic you know catastrophic happens with the engine, I don't think I'll ever go any more than twelve nine three with it. Um, it'll only be like before if the bores get to the position where they're just not salvageable will go to the next one but as it is at the minute 1293 is more than adequate yeah i like that that's cool i didn't uh yeah i don't think we touched on any of that uh on our previous episode so that's uh cool stuff man i i like that um but i wanted to jump in too i know that you've got some other projects in the pipeline um in regards to some charity show like a 
is it a rally or a show? Tell me a little bit about no, that. Is it's, it... No, it's a show. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's a, a good friend of mine, uh, Philip and myself, where we decided we would have a charity car show, fundraising car show. So the idea behind it is uh, both of our sons were both born early, uh, so they're both premature babies. Um, my son was born in uh, March, uh, sorry, February 21. His was born in October 21. So uh, we boys were now nearly well, two, two, two and a half. So we decided like we just want to give a little bit back to the neonatal units that cared for our boys. Um, so we thought the only way we know how is through a car show. So that's what we've decided to do. So it's been um, for most for people who watch my YouTube channel will notice that hasn't been very much put on it in the last six months. Is because in the background I'm spending my time helping to organize a car show so i don't have time to do youtube at the minute so that's yeah. kind of the reason why there's no youtube videos up there for anybody that's watching but um so yeah our idea is on the first of june next year we're having um it's called the jack and birdie's car show bonanza um so it's open to all marks and makes years of cars um so you know, you bring your daily driver, you can bring your classic mini and everything in between. Um, and yeah, so it's we're planning to have a fun day for everybody. Uh, there's going to be craft stalls for the, for the significant others. There's going to be bouncy castles and face painters and kids games for the kids. Uh, we're just going to make it a family day. But the for us, the, the icing on the cake for us is we are having... Um, special display areas of some really nice cars which we're inviting specifically for the show so um without giving too much away uh, because we do want to have it as a surprise and we're going to be showing it on our instagram page but 2024 obviously is the uh, 60th anniversary of the monte carlo win and as well as the circuit of ireland win in minis so we will have a display of classic minis um very special famous works uh, minis including some works cars hopefully um and then as well we're having a section of showcasing rallying and motorsport in in um in ireland um so we're going to have uh, some classic race cars group b rally cars um some circuit cars and things. so we have some yeah so we have some pretty special cars lined up um as well so it's yeah, hopefully it will be a, a nice event, good event. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Say the name of it again one more time. So it's going to be the, the Jack and Bertie's Car Show Bonanza. <laughs> Explain <laughs> that. Is there a story behind well, that? What's Jack yeah, and, so, and, and so Bertie Jack or Bertie? Bertie, Bertie. Bertie. So Bertie's my son. Okay. Jack oh, is, okay. is Philip's son. All so, right. And it's a car show. When we kind of thought it was the, the idea sort of came from it was Philip's idea how do we make the name sound, you know, really punchy? Yeah. He just came up with Bonanza. Like, I, I don't really know where the word came from, where he thought of it. Um, he just, it just came to him one day and it, it, it works. So I thought, yeah, it, it's a catchy name. So yeah, we have an Instagram page set up for it, a Facebook page set up for it. Oh, awesome. Um, we have GoFundMe pages set up. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're trucking along nicely. Um, yeah, and hopefully come the new year, we'll have launch it on Eventbrite or something like that and yeah we'll be 
we'll be going full sail ahead to to uh, get the show on the road. All right, like a really everyone... good day. Yeah, yeah so I was gonna say will... everyone go follow uh, Instagram. Would you say Instagram, Facebook? It's, it's, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, Jack and Birdie's mm-hmm. Car Show Bonanza. All right, I see it right here. Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, everyone go yeah, follow so, that, check out. Where's it going to be? Do you, or are you not releasing yeah, so, all that yeah, info it's, yet? It's, uh, no, that's been released. Uh, we're okay. having it uh, as our local council has uh, given us the venue. Uh, so it's in Armagh. It's uh, it's our county town uh, called, you know, so it's the city of Armagh. And it's uh, it's an old stately home. Uh, oh, it's cool. in the gardens of the stately home, uh, which is a council building now. It's, a, it's like the city hall. And uh, yeah, it was the former Archbishop's Palace. So it's a Dang. beautiful, beautiful old building. Lovely set, lovely backdrop to it. So definitely Man, worst venues like... out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you guys always have like in the UK and some parts of Europe, but I obviously see a lot in the UK is like, man, you guys have the coolest venues, like just old historic kind of uh, buildings and stuff. It just makes such a great <clears throat> backdrop. Yeah, I think it's on like 17th century or 18th century uh, palace building or something. It's yeah, it's hundreds, hundreds of years old. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful location, and uh, I think it's going to be. I don't, I don't. There's been no car shows there that I can recall of any time late. So it'll be something different, I think. And yeah, I mean, we're only doing we're only planning on doing this once. Um, so we want this to be you know, like the best. We're doing this the biggest, the best car show we can we can do, and. Yeah, if it's a if it's a success, well, we hope it's a success, and you never know, we might do it again. So. Well, that was my Fingers thought crossed. though. Is I feel like always the at least the charity car events that I've been to have always been great. You know, the car community is is good as a whole. Um, obviously, there's always bad apples, but when they're coming to something like that, they always show up. From my experience, you know. Even like the you know the toys for tots ones are always huge and just all of that kind of stuff. So um, that's awesome. I think you know everyone go check that out. That's going to be super cool. And I have a feeling you know if it does turn out good, people you know want it again. And yeah, well, that's how um, that stuff starts. <laughs> you no, know, totally. Well, it isn't just open to to people in in Ireland, Northern Ireland. We are hoping to get uh, discount codes for the local ferry companies. Oh, awesome. uh, so for folks coming over from you know from the mainland UK, um, we're hoping to have a discount code for them coming over with uh, with the ferry companies. Um, so yeah, if even for people from over from further afield, you know, everybody's welcome. There you go. Try and get over then. I was just gonna say, yeah. Sean. There you go. <laughs> yeah, get something, he, get something he, working. Ian's been pushing me to uh, to come over, <laughs> and I'm I'm really gonna try because I think it was it three weeks time. You've got the Killarney Moles Gap. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's in. Um, I think the Clarny Rally is in May, I think, uh, and then we'll be in you know, the first of June. So that's probably two or three weeks between the two. There we go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if 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 the outlaw is not 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 able to come, bring the clubman. You know, there's no. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to get yeah. out on the new wheels again and uh, yeah, there's no take a long journey up. Yeah, cool. long Cheers, journey. Man. Was it take like an hour? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what is that? Because you got to drive to the tip, and then, like you said, take the ferry. What? How long do you think uh, that would take think it's, you? It's, it's drive up to Liverpool, then across from Liverpool, I think. 
So mm. Liverpool's probably yeah. about four hours from where I am. Oh, dude, that's cake, man. You got that all day long. <laughs> yeah. Right? Especially yeah, in the yeah. modern mini, you're cruising at 80. What's the speed uh, limit over there? Uh, well, yeah, 70 on the motorways, yeah. It is 70, yeah. Hey, 70. That's, not, that's, not, that's pretty good. 70 miles per hour on the motorway. So I yeah, live in... Go ahead. The, the, the problem in the club, though, is where I'm so low. I'm down to 55, 60. So... <laughs> that's static life. It is. And I don't know what the roads are like around Ireland either, so they could be... Oh, no, they're, they're good. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Ian, what do, what do you guys call, like, uh, stance people over there? What is Sean, like a boy racer, stancy boy? Oh, that's stance. No, I thought he's he a hot. Stance. He's a hot boy? Hot boy. Yeah. Hot boy? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, no, I'm like... going backwards as a chav. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was Googling random... Uh, uh, British slang yesterday and just saying random stuff to Sean. I don't know what I was saying though. I honestly, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> there was no context to it at all. It was, no. like, it was no, a I'm cheerio, just... and I was like, "Why are you saying goodbye?" <laughs> I thought that just meant like you know, hey, you know, like woo, you know, like what's going on? Like awesome. Cheerio means bye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know like, that. Cheerio, man. I guess so. I think I think Northern Ireland, it's it's a lot of it's like what's the crack, isn't it? Like what's, the what's, crack? what's yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. What's See, the I thought it was the crack. Yeah, <laughs> I thought like cheerio could kind of be like well, one of those words where it kind of uh, can mean a couple different things, you know. Uh, I've never known know. it to be anything yeah. other than than goodbye. To be honest, listen, I'm not saying I'm right. I just that's what I thought. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of things in my life, and I <laughs> let's see, like in Hawaii. Um, like aloha, you know, is like hello, goodbye, I love you, or, or love, or whatever, you know what I mean? And like, there's a word, like a pigeon word. It's called. It's like um, Hawaii. It's like a. Don't crucify me, people from Hawaii. But like, pigeon is kind of like a, a Hawaiian slang, and it was, I believe, it was came about like in the rice fields way back when, when a lot of different cultures came together and they made like this language. And there's a lot of random words in there. One of them is dekine. But and like everyone's like, well, what does "dekind" mean? And it's just like you can basically just insert it anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. So it's like, oh yeah, you, like how's "dekind"? And you like in context of the sentence, you know. So that's like what "cheerio" is, you know. It's like, oh, you know, "cheerio." No, <laughs> no. not like that. <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> All right, guys. All righty then. Uh, anyways, <laughs> back to the show. I'll, I'll cut that out. Cut. No, <laughs> uh, well, Ian, that sounds awesome, man. I um, I I want to pick your brain and kind of see how it's been for you because I've talked to Sean several times. Like, I want to create something um something fun something unique um and it's you know getting it started i think i want to try maybe a local cars and coffee my local cars and coffee um got shut down i don't think the guy had a uh, a permit to do where he was doing it and um so i've been trying to do that obviously once i get my car running it'll be a little bit easier but um but yeah i've always kind of wanted to do that i think it's fun at least like you said just to to do it once and kind of see how that goes and then maybe go from there but um Good for you, man. I, I like it. It's a great cause and should be a fun show. So go check that out. Jack and Birdie Car Show Bonanza. What else you got uh, going on get... the pipeline? Um, 
Not a lot, to be honest. Uh, the Traveller is officially off the road uh, for the winter. Uh, so I'm planning oh, on I forgot about a few that. upgrades, uh, cosmetic upgrades. Um, there's a few things I want to do. I was never 100% happy with the interior uh, from an Aztec added painted. So interior's coming out. Uh, I want to repaint the whole interior. Um, and yeah, do a few other little subtle upgrades. Um, I'm not sure exactly yet, but um, again, as all things with my mini, it'll just happen and I'll find something and I'll do it but uh, I did get I did get a, a really cool Sparkle bucket seat uh, at a car show uh, during the summer and I messed about with ideas for it and I paint, it was a carbon fiber back one I painted the back of it green to match the traveler and it might get put in it might not fingers crossed um, it does <laughs> yeah there's Ideas I've thought about, you know, but they'll put a half roll cage in it. I don't know. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Don't they make I mean, they make um like traveler slash uh, estate like specific yeah, do, cages, yeah. don't they? They do, yeah, yeah. I, I was toying with the idea too. Could I put a a saloon cage in? It would just sit a little bit further back. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm 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 looking at different ideas. Um, I'm considering repainting the the headliner. I don't know where it's it's white at the minute to go black. I'm not sure. So I mean, I'm doing all these kind of like subtle ideas. There's, like I'm saying, my thought, my thought behind it is, what would have what would they have done in the '60s? Mm -hmm. So it's that cafe racer style. Um, you know, I, mean, I don't want to do something which isn't period correct in some ways. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to modernize it a little bit as well. It's it, I'm not it. I have a few ideas running through my head, and some of them are, are butting heads against each other. I don't really know the right way to go. But is it is it a perforated uh, roofliner in that one? No, it's not. It's uh, it's the you know the two piece that slots in. Oh, okay. Type, yeah. So a, a, like a sixties perforated style one would be yeah. a pretty choice then, really. Yeah. So uh, it's again, do I replace the headlining completely, or do I just take it out and paint it? Yeah. Uh, because I painted it before, actually. The this is the original one in the car. Um, obviously the the previous owner must have been a heavy smoker. And mm. it, was, it was pretty much just yellow, and I couldn't. No matter how much I cleaned it, it was still That's and, correct. Yeah, it just had that <laughs> creaminess in it that I just couldn't yeah. get out. So uh, yeah, it's 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 red, old English white, um, selling those paints. So you know, we can't get selling those paints anymore. So. Um, Maybe. I've painted fabric before with that yeah. um, fabric kind of vinyl paint, and it works really well. Yeah. So you know, even even if you did paint it black or a darker mm. like charcoal or something, it it um, I think it's fairly easy to cover back up if you wanted to go back to a lighter color. No. Yeah. So I've, yeah, I've, I'm I'm a few ideas that I'm that I'm thinking of. Uh, same thing. If I, if I decide to put a roll kitchen, do I leave it black? Do I paint it green? Do I go white? You mean that of all of these ideas are just shouting at me, and I just... I, I love to... bo body color uh, matched yeah. roll cages. I think that looks so cool. Especially, like, on a car like yours that has, you know, a ton of windows in the back. You're going to be able to see it. I think that would yeah. look so sweet. Yeah, because I see I already have the, the strut brace that I made myself. I designed my own strut brace, um, which is cool at the shows because you can see it, and you actually can see it. Um, there's no fuel tank in the way and, and things, so it's um, 
so I have that. And I, again, I want to take out and, f and maybe finish it a little bit nicer. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's little things that I just not hundred percent happy with. I just want to, you know, be a bit more finesse with it, and just be a little bit, I don't know, just sort of do something different uh, for for next year. So, and even changing wheels and things. I'm running on the the mini lights at the minute. I do. I change the wheels again. Sure, you got yeah, some you of those pedals laying around in that garage somewhere. No, no, say, you gotta, actually, can you <laughs> see it in the video? You got a whole freaking like store, and I think it's off to your uh, left there, or right, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, my, you got a whole. Yeah, there's my, my rack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am thinking of these. Uh, for these I so these are. Oh, yeah. Yes. So these are BWS. I did have these on the Traveler before. Um, they are a nice wheel. Um, they're really light, they're magnesium. So I mm. might, I might put them back on. Uh, are they, they are, they are ten, uh, five by ten. Five by ten. Mm. They are a lovely way. They're actually. Here's another one. Um, you're gonna hit me. This is. I got these. Um, at an absolute bargain as well. Um, I was, I was at a show. Um, and I was looking tires for my rally money, because I was doing a gravel event, and I just happened to see it was a guy at a show. Was had in the back of his car had the you know the Callaway knobbly tires. Oh yeah, yeah. I just saw the tires. You know, had them the four of them lined up in the back seat of his mini, and I just happened to say to here, oh, you selling the tires? And I thought, oh yeah, yeah. Um, so it's here. It's great. I'll speak to you later. Um, but by the time I got to see him, he had headed home from the show. <sighs> but I tracked him down, got his phone number. He actually only lived a few miles from he from me, so I phoned him up. Here, it's Ian. I was talking to you at the show. I'm interested in buying your Callaway tires, if you still have them. He says, yeah, they're still here. Um, £150, come and get them. They're brand new, brand new tires. So that's grand. Went the whole way up to collect them, but he still had the wheels. <laughs> they were still on the wheels. And I was thinking, oh, okay, there's wheels on them. But there was like four-spoke wheels, and I just thought they were Revolution or you know, Revolite wheels, which I... Uh, there's probably people who are, are shouting at me. I hate four spoke revolutions. Yes. Um, and that's what I thought <laughs> these were because they were so thick with paint that you couldn't make out the detail on them. So he says, Oh, that's 150 points for wheels and all. So that's great. I brought them home. I was going to take the tires off and I was going to dump the wheels. <laughs> but when I took the tires off, the wheel was really light. And I thought, It doesn't, it seems very light for. A Revolite tire or a Revolite wheel, so I took a wire wheel to them on the on the end of the drill, and then I started. So basically, the the center you can see the center is kind of sort of odd shape. Yeah. Somebody had siliconed a paint lid. In. No way. Yeah. So whenever I whenever I popped it out, you could see this lovely shape was forming. So I thought, oh, okay, something not right with these these wheels. So I spent about I probably spent an entire Saturday on one wheel. And then this came out. I thought, "Why? Well, I'm keeping those wheels." <laughs> Why do people do the weirdest shit with their wheels? Yeah, like, I, my my mambas were like 15 layers of paint yeah. and like like paint and 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 yeah, the freaking plasti dip. Yeah. It's like, what the? <laughs> my my Paddy Hobkirks are exactly the same. They were like three inches thick of like yeah. enameled paint. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I would take a putty a putty knife to them as you scraping lumps of paint off, and then I on. And or Bondo, as the Americans call it, and uh, 
and silicone and so much rubbish off those wheels and um and i they're that's just a home um restoration so i might actually might actually take them and get them properly uh, media blasted and powder coated yeah yeah uh, you gonna have to get them x-rayed as well because they're because uh, they're mag yeah probably yeah mm. but um i've been using them and they've been they've been fine i've i used them on my rally car as well for a while and um nice. yeah, they're, they're, they seem fine so. all the layers layers of paint probably protected it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. so yeah i'm thinking i'll probably put the tire i'll probably um like there's four brand new tires on the traveler i might just swap the tires over and um put the bws on for next year that'd be cool that'd be really cool to see yeah i feel so. like that's been um something that i see often i just don't ever pick up just because i just don't have room for wheels and tires but i feel like i see a lot of good deals like that for wheels and tires i i mean i've picked up some for free before people just like don't like them they don't like the look of them so they don't really care if if they're you know maybe worth more or what i don't know or they don't want to deal with undoing the old tires or what I, i don't get it yeah, it was the same. I, I've, I think I have two full sets of Park Two Cosmics, and they were the same thing. I, I was, you know, guys with, you know, had just had mini wheels on a trailer or something out like there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I was picking one up here and two up there, and eventually I think I've, I think I have two, two and a half sets. I think of ten, ten Cosmic Mark Twos. But Dang. the funny thing about them is they are all different. I didn't realize there were so many different versions of a Mark Two Cosmic. Um, some have a. a a nice uh, sort of a, a filleted uh, rim on them. Some have a more sharp rim. Mm-hmm. Um, the center hub is bigger, whether they're for a bigger center cap or things. They're, they're, I don't think I, I think I have two the same. The rest of them, they're all different. I suppose yeah, five I, inch, you know. Yeah, I suppose back in the day, a lot of companies were, were copying yeah. wheel designs because they knew they were going to make money from it. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. A lot of different variations. You, I mean, you look at. Um, things like the wolf race slot mags how many companies started making those back in the 70s oh, yeah, totally. it's yeah, crazy easy. yeah yeah so, that's interesting. i have a pair too or a set rather and um i'm i'm always like are they original i don't i don't know there's just so many different like little variations of the lips like you said although mine are 10 by 6 so maybe that's a difference of them i, I don't know yeah but, so um yeah so all of mine are 5 by 10 but they're all <clears throat> they're all slightly different but i i think I think they're originals, uh, original in period ones. They're, they're not uh, the later reproductions. I think they are all 60s, 70s, maybe in the 80s you know, yeah. period wheels. But um, but I did. I do have a lovely set of uh, 1275 GT wheels, and um, you know the Rostyle steels uh, nice. that I want to restore. So they're they're being kept for a future project, uh, the same future project that the Cooper engine. Will hopefully go into. Um, so that's a, a project I'm hoping to build uh, for my wife at some point um, as well. So um, lucky wife, very lucky wife. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a yeah, there's a few <laughs> ideas there, including the twelve really... wheels. So yeah. Are all of your um, cosmic wheels? Are they all the same black insert type of style? Uh, well, yes, they should be. <laughs> um. I started, I, I started restoring them i think i have three of them fully restored now um so i was just just spending a saturday and just going through you know getting the wire wheels out and 
and the Dremel out and getting them nice. So I think I've three done. They're done properly with the polished lip and the polished front of the spokes, you know, with the black uh, black inserts. Um, the same with the 1275 GT wheels. Um, I have one restored, uh, but they they are all silver. I think the likes of the MGB, the MG Midget, their raw styles had the little black inserts. And I think the Australian Clubmans, yes, I think had the black inserts, but the UK ones, I think, were all silver. I think I, I'm keeping my mind all silver, though. To be fair, it's I just never prefer the look, but so yeah. Always a good day project. talking about wheels. I love. I I like restoring wheels. It's fun, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, love the cosmics, so that's why I was asking because I, I was thinking, well, what if I just like sandblasted them and maybe made the, all one color or like a like a gunmetal type of gray. I don't know. I just something about like I love the design, yeah. but I don't like the look of it on the car for some reason. It doesn't. I yeah, don't... yeah. I I was the same. I I ran them. Um... I actually ran them all British Racing Green for a while mm. um, because my Rally Mini, if you remember, if you've seen the photos of my Rally Mini on Instagram, um, it was the beige with the British Racing Green roof. So I did right. all the British Racing Green accents, including the wheels. Yeah. So I did. I had it on the raw style for a little while, all British Racing Green, and then I ran them on Cosmics, all British Racing Green. But I also had a set um, that I used for auto testing, and I had them painted uh, anthracite. So they looked really good on anthracite or dark gray. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I don't really like the look with the polished rims, uh, the polished edges on the polished lips, but I kind of said I'd restore them and at least put them up on the wall. And, and I don't think I'll ever use them because again, they're not really a wheel that I'm, I really like. Um, again, they just, I just happened to find them at different shows. And I couldn't resist. I just like 10 inch wheels. So. The amount um, of garages not, that have got alloy wheels like that just hanging out because everyone likes the yeah. design, but they just don't like running it actually on the car. It's crazy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like, I think it, it, it looks bigger than a 10 inch to me for some reason. Like my Mambas look so tiny maybe because the center of it is pretty small because it's got like a little bit of a lip, but the, the Cosmics, like the design looks sick. It looks kind of like a, you know, British flag or whatever you guys technically call it. But like, I just... I don't know something about it. It's weird, but great, great wall art for sure. Not oh, to totally, be, yeah. not to sidetrack, yeah. not to sidetrack. But um, I was scrolling and I saw the Sparco seat that you're talking about with the green back. It's sick, <laughs> super yeah, cool. I, I do, I do think it will go into the travel. I, I, I do think so because um, at the moment I'm running with Mark II Cooper S front seats, so they're black front seats, uh, but. The rear seats I got made uh, as a one-off uh, from Newton Commercial, um, so they're done in the green and the grey, like a Cooper yeah. would have been. It's not brocade. Um, at the time when I did it, brocade was very expensive, and I thought I'm happy just to go with the two-tone. Uh-huh. The brocade would have been really sweet in it, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't stomach the extra cost. But um, I do want to get. A seat cover made for the passenger seat and i'll do it in the green and the gray um yeah. in the mark ii seats i think the mark ii the mark ii seat it just holds holds you nicer much more comfortable on a long run than the mark those awful mark one seats um but yeah and 
but the Sparco is so so comfortable. Um, it would be sweet uh, to get the Sparco kind of in that same green gray pattern, like and kind of bring it bring it a little old school. That'd be kind of cool too. Now, yeah, that's that. I think the first instance I want to get in the car, and yeah, I might I might get covers made for it at some point. Yeah, when yeah when the, when the readies are allow me to. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, exactly. the green and the gray would look so sweet. Because I have in my head, the look I have in my head is the Splinter Racing Traveler. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, the one with the SU Carburetor Co on the side of the doors. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. That. I think the idea behind that, because of that class of racing, to, um, you have to have the full interior, or at least yes. you have the front seats, and having the bucket seat with the standard seat. Yeah, looks. Yeah. I think the look is 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 unreal. So I do. Yeah, I love that. It's a Japanese thing to do as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I've done it in 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 the Outlaw. It's it's just such a cool look. Yeah, and and actually that that's the car was my I wouldn't say my inspiration behind doing this build. It's what uh, gave me the push to say, look, it's okay to do that to a rare car. Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they took a really rare car and they're racing the wheels off it <sighs> and they're bouncing off each other and I thought realize okay now I can do that to this it might be a rare car and the purists uh, hate me for it <laughs> but it's my car <sighs> I'll do what I want with it and that's it gave me kind of almost permission to go down that route that's it. You're not having to battle with your own head at that point. Then, oh, yeah, you sort of made that decision. Time, yeah, because yeah, at the time was, I mean, even putting the thousand in, the nine nine eight in, it wasn't the right engine for it. But at the time, economically, it made sense to do that. But whenever the time came, do we put the the twelve seven five in? It was again the same thing. That engine's not supposed to be in that car. That car's not supposed to have a white roof. And it was all these little thoughts going through your mind saying, you know, it's it's wrong to do that. That's it. But then once you see somebody thrashing one on a racetrack, it, yeah, it is okay to do that. 100%. And it's once, once you've, you know, you've got to that point where you've made that decision in your head, it, you're limitless then at that point. Yeah. yeah. So so taking a drill to the door to mount the, the speedwell style thing. I mean, that was not a problem. I, I took a drill. I drilled out the word. It's not, not a problem. <laughs> it's you know. nothing like when I spoke to Don Racine, it's like, it's nothing that can't be like fixed. Like you could weld yeah. that hole back up. It's fine. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's not, that, that's my idea. I'm, I'm not doing anything to this car that can't be put back. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. I mean, I can take the 1275 out. I can find a, uh, an 850. I can drop an 850 back in there again. I mean, I, incidentally, the CAD internal gear shifter, the linkage goes through the hole where the magic wand goes. Oh, so, wow. I mean, the hole is still there. I, I use a, a magic wand gator. You know, everything there looks correct. And I mean, I can, I can easily unbolt that. I can put a magic wand back in again. I love that you linkage. Know. It's so sweet. It rattles like no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it it rattles. It's because um, there's there's no steady bar on it, so it, you have to take uh... the steady bar off the rod change. So when you're sitting, it's it's rattling and vibrating like mud, and uh... it, well... it can be a little annoying at times. But yeah. it looks cool though. 
Yeah, well, what, <laughs> what, money, what money doesn't rattle though, but sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Ian, um, I I wrote some new um, uh, Patty probe questions. You wanna you wanna dive into some of those? Yeah, sure, far away. Yeah. Let's see, I honestly, episode five. I don't even know if I had all of the ones that I've been using lately, but uh, we'll we'll go through the new ones since you're uh, round two here. Let's see. Um, what is your least favorite mini variant? Yeah, I was thinking of that since you asked Cole the same question. Uh, it, straight up, mini book. Uh, I'm going to offend so many people here. I don't see the point of it. <laughs> it's <laughs> at least for at least for Irish people. I don't see the point of it. Uh, fair. <laughs> That's fair. fair. Um, it's, I mean, I, can, I understand the ethos behind why they designed it. It was designed as a military vehicle. Um, <laughs> there was no point in that. <laughs> well, yeah, too. But, I mean, it is a cool, cool car, uh, and in some ways, I kind of would like one, but I don't know if when I would ever drive it because we don't, we just don't have the weather. I mean, if if you put the plastic sides on, those things are going to steam up. You're not going to see anything. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're not for me. No. Wow. Yeah, I know I've offended so many people for saying that, but Ian, I'm yeah. trying to get more people to listen, not <laughs> unsubscribe. Jeez. Jeez. Guys, come yeah. on. Work with me here. You guys want this thing to keep going. I give me no I'm just kidding. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, let's this is good. Let's just segue into the next one then. What is your um least favorite mini modification the weirdest one that you you just don't like i'm not a big fan of body kits um i you know like the z max body kits were the big thing back in the 90s and into the 2000s um i was never in i was never into body kits for any car um to be honest uh i just think yeah, a mini has inherent look. It's a round and cutesy look. And putting these big square body kits on, I just don't. Like even the mini mini cabriolet came for the fact you with a body kit. And I, I I don't think it works on the car. Side skirts, yeah, grand. A uh, front lip or a front damper, yeah, no problem. But it's the big arches, the big side skirts. No, it's. That's the same thing. It's thirteen inch wheels. Thanks to I'm not into the big. It's a tough big, one. Yeah. yeah the the yeah i agree it's like um it i've seen don't get me wrong i've seen some people do it and it looks freaking sweet oh yeah yeah for just sure. like the, any the... kind of modification but like the majority of it, it's just like ah, it doesn't look like a mini anymore it kind of it's kind of like putting an electric uh, engine in there <laughs> yeah, no, it's um it, they, they have they have their place um yeah yeah i have seen there are some models of mini i think look obviously phenomenal with uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of sports pack arches and things like that, but um, I've seen obviously uh, was it the mini Kensington and uh, the you know, the gold um, you know 13 inch wheel mini. I don't think I ever produced them for the market here. I think they're export only. I think that's a phenomenal looking car, mm-hmm. and it works in that instance. But I wouldn't do it myself. I would never like this car here is a archless car. It will always remain an archless car. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, body kits and wheel arches. Yeah, I mean, I I would never do it, and I definitely want to have some people on that have those body kits. I was I sent one to Sean the other day, and it's, it's wild. I just want to I want to hear like what was the thought process? <clears throat> Crazy like. I think this guy has like 15 inch wheels on there or something. They look huge, don't they, Sean? Yeah. You know, uh, was that, you know, was that you know the one I'm talking? The red one. Uh, or was that the? Is it red? Red and red with remember. white wheels. I think I forget the Instagram name. I, I gotta, I I gotta go back and look. Now. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I, yeah. I really, I, yeah, I really appreciate. I can really appreciate the work that people put into them, especially the custom, right. the custom arches, the custom kits. Right. Um, I love the engineering behind it. I, I, I'm an engineer from background. I love watching. Um, you know, I'd build videos of people making wide arch kits, and, I think, yeah. and although I would never do it myself, I can really appreciate the work that goes into it. Yeah. Um, but I think personally, for me, a mini looks better without them. I agree. Yeah, yeah, no, and that, yeah. that's like, it's yeah. not my style, but I want to hear about it. You know, yeah, <laughs> I want to totally, yeah. look to- at it and no, see yeah, totally, you totally it. agree. Yeah. yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um. All right. Let's see here. You're on a roll. Let's see. What's a what's a like a mini hot take? Like uh, something controversial, um, in the mini about minis or the mini community that you might want to like, um, you know, turn upside down. Let's get a little. Let's get a little controversial here. I really don't know. Um. Besides hating your moats. Oh yeah, besides, besides hating on mokes and body kits. <laughs> to be honest, what actually is uh really grinds my gears is whenever if somebody who is new to the mini life is coming in and asking a really okay, a very simple and frankly, in some ways a stupid question on the forums or on Facebook, and you always get that one person coming in and some stupid answer. Yeah. I mean, the, the one, the one that always gets me was, "What does the little switch do with you know the little you the press break, the switch and break. the red, the break?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, what, what does the switch mean? And it, yeah, it's it, you see it all the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The break, it's your brake light warning light switch to make sure that the, the light works. And you can always get the one person coming in. Oh, it's your ejector seat, and that's yeah. I, <laughs> I hate those people. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's kind of it's it's these people coming in. I th- I don't like the especially when somebody's really new to it, they yeah. kind of want to help them. And I think there's a lot of, maybe a lot of uh, folks out there, maybe who are maybe a little bit, I don't know, too much of the jokey side of it, and they're yeah. not helping. There's a time and a place. There's a time yeah. and a place, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I definitely agree. I see both sides, though, because I get... Um, and- let me preface this i always help and i don't make stupid comments back to them but i get a lot of people that message me privately asking questions that are very simply googled um and it's you know that's also frustrating but those people have short fuses and they just like they'll 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 respond like well look it up or ejecto cito because you know (laughs) it's it's like it doesn't help (laughs) no it it is a totally good there's there's yeah, I have been asked quite a few questions too before. And you just think, yeah, I mean, it's not hard just to, to lift right. a hand smile. It's not hard to Google. Right. You know, everything's on the internet now. But it's still like, 
Yeah, it's I, also I like not to, hard like to, to say break switch. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, also so not hard to just say, yeah, you know, yeah. twenty W fifty. It's it's pretty easy to just answer the question. Yeah. So that's funny. I like that. That's a good one. Hey, you know, and I think that unfortunately that's the weird side of any kind of hobby community. Like there's there's always people like that I, yeah, in yeah. other groups that I'm in. It's like what the like. That's the internet, oh, yeah. man. The internet's so strange nowadays. Yeah. It's so good yeah, and so see, bad at the same time. I, like, I've totally done that same question. You know, answers are the same stupid answers to stupid questions. But that's when if you get to know the person, it's right. it's fine. But yeah, not, exactly. Not, yeah. Straight out, not straight out of the box. You know? I, it, it, I, I chalk it up to, you know, we've all probably been there. I, I don't think any you, you come in, you're so pumped that you just got your, in this scenario, you just got your mini, you're going through, what does this do? What does this do? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. you're like, you're so hyped that it's instant gratification by just typing the answer versus, you know, doing some research. But that's how you learn. Cause then, you know, look at it. That's how it, it turned into me. I'd probably answer, ask those same stupid questions, but that's how I know to go get a hands manual that's how i knew you know a lot of shit that yeah. i know so yeah i agree that's a good one that's a good one ian um all right anything else that you want the people to know uh cooper s traveler on instagram now no longer team bali lock um, yes we're like cooper s traveler with two l's uh as i know that some parts of the world spell traveler differently um so it has two l's uh, yeah, on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is now a Cooper S Traveler as well. Um, uh, so yeah, there's the whole index of, of videos from before when it was Team Bio Classics are still available there. Um, there will be some. I still have some to edit to go back up um, from before. And there hopefully will be some some show type um, videos to go on there like, uh, you know, Notif- uh, like announcement type videos and things like that which hope to, to put on there for the sharing for the show mm-hmm. uh, so there's that and then also you mentioned there the Jack and Birdie's car show Bonanza Instagram yep. and Facebook uh, so you go on there we have a link tree there as well which has the links to all of our socials on it as well as uh, our GoFundMe page perfect as well so we have uh, yeah we have our target there of what we're looking to go for and yeah we're we're getting there slowly um, and hopefully we will get to the target and then we can say we have a new target. So that's where we're, we're aiming for. So Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, on our end, Sean, uh, what do we got? Uh, I think by the time this comes out, I think actually this is coming out. You guys don't have it over there, but in the United States, happy Thanksgiving. I believe it's the week of Thanksgiving. Um, very thankful for all of our listeners and everyone that's uh, supported us so far. It's been super fun. Like I said earlier, almost been a year and i'm still having fun we're still getting cool guests we're still hearing stories we can bring on guests back on like ian and cole and still get some awesome entertainment and and it's always evolving it's fun so um i think the other thing sean is now maybe for a week now we have live shirts or a shirt and a hat and i go check that out mini life what is it let me look it up. The oh, wait a second. Should I just uh, should I just drop it right here? I think just drop the this. link, man. Yeah. Mini, there it is, right here. Hold on a second. Look at this. I so... think I. Hold on, hold on, guys. We're doing. We're 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 trying this live. <laughs> we're trying this live. Give me a second. Go, no hold pressure. On. No pressure. Come on. <laughs> no pressure. 
Uh oh. You got this. What do I do? Hold on. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh... I can do it. I can do it. Hold on. We got this. We're sharing screen. Can you see it? Uh yes. Yes. Oh, look at that. Yes. Look at look this. At we got it's mini life thirty seven dot big cartel.com. Like in um we also have a link tree in our description. We got this Worcestershire to Cali t-shirt, which is awesome. Check that out. We got this sweet corduroy hat coming out, and we got more stickers coming. You guys have blown up those stickers. Yeah, I can't believe how quick they sold out. That's crazy. Out. You guys are absolutely fantastic for that. Thank you so much to everyone who's <clears throat> who's brought a sticker and supported us. Um, Mike and I are so excited to drop some merchandise for you guys for the um, for the holiday season. So grab your loved ones, a t-shirt, a hat, and hopefully... If you guys like it enough, we'll try and release some more merchandise in the new year as well. I'm just selfish. I wanted more merch. I like <laughs> so I like I. hats, and I like I don't wear hats often, but I, like certain hats, I, I love this hat, and the style that we're getting is very similar. And I love t-shirts. Just my closet is just t-shirts. Hell yeah, love it. Uh, and the best thing is they're unisex t-shirts as well. So male, that female. Anyone can order one. We do not discriminate here on the mini life. You can never have too many stickers. Right? No. Yeah. I, which I've been trying. I am, yeah. Which I am currently in the process of getting uh, Cooper S Traveler stickers. Ooh. As well as as bringing back a team building classic side profile. There well. we go. So hopefully, there's a little plug for, for them as well. Hopefully, they'll be coming soon. I used to laptop. not be a sticker guy, but I love, dude. I like. I started loving these stickers, and these are super nice. Matt, I love. The, I love collecting all these stickers. But um, yeah, the dude. quality of those is insane. Honestly, it's super such nice. a nice texture to it. I know for a I sticker know. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hard part about the stickers is the um, sometimes when you get into and Ian, you probably know this, like different kind of die cut designs like they start getting pretty expensive and i like feel weird charging more than you know a few bucks for a sticker but i'm a cheapskate so you know <laughs> and that's why i try to price things reasonably i'm not trying to you know blow it up but uh, any profit we're shoving right back into the podcast we need to get sean an actual headset instead of his uh girlfriend's yeah, or fiance's or wife's the missus <laughs> Got the birds, uh, the missing. Got the uh, got the uh, the old uh, mini life uh, customer service support. <laughs> <laughs> if you see us start buying more um, mini parts, then you know we're charging too much for our merch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, boys. Oh, I appreciate Mike. you. Oh, oh. Sorry, before oh. you go, you have big have... news that you haven't told anyone yet. Did I? You got your gearbox. Oh, you son of a bee. I did get my gearbox oh, and awesome. it got here. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, I will, I wanted to try, let's, let's bounce this off of Ian here. Uh, I know people probably had logged off already, but uh, you, you're, you know, you've dabbled in YouTube. I dabbled in YouTube actually um, not about cars. Actually, I did make one video when I first got the mini and I never made a video of it ever again, but um, it's cause it's difficult. It's difficult to film and work on your car at the same time, but I wanted to, and, and Sean's in the same position too. I wanted to like kind of try to film some stuff in the garage 
working on the my car, working on Sean's car, and put it out on the Mini Life YouTube. So if people want to see that, um, you know, let us know. But I don't know. It's uh, it's a lot of work, and I feel like I get so sidetracked, right? Yeah, I mean, go for it. it it's yeah, it's it's hard work. It is. Um, I find when I'm doing something in the car, mainly when I do something inside the car. Mm-hmm. Is how do you film it? I think you're yeah. constantly moving the camera, and I just want to get the job done. And yeah, you realize you're doing something that oh, it's on a very good angle. Take it off again. Tune, move. I mean, I yeah, love I, like I, mean, I love videography. I love <clears throat> photography. I love editing the videos. I like you know that aspect of it, but I. I find it such a pain in the ass to video while trying to work on a yeah. car. I don't, I just like, don't want to deal with it. I don't want to get my, my camera greasy. Like, I just like, uh, it's a pain in the ass, but I want to like yeah, show, no, I, I don't know. And that I don't like the time-lapse thing. I feel like I want to be, I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult. Maybe, no, maybe like a uh, YouTube or excuse me, um, Instagram shorts or whatever it's called stories i, don't I know. think that's thing that's the direction i'm going to go for that type of work but it's um see like some of cole's uh, channel or uh, yeah. paul from hre ireland the, the, yeah the, how they put the quality of videos together while working in such a small space is yeah mean, hats yeah. off to them it's it's fantastic yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying it's in it's insane and yeah. it's just like i don't <laughs> I sold my my actual digital camera for a, a film camera, so I can't use. I'll have to use my phone. So it's like, ah. But to be fair, yeah, though, so the I, amount of YouTubers that actually just use their phones nowadays, though, yeah, because yeah, you got it. That's all I used. Yeah, yeah, that's all I used. Yeah, I know, but then I got like, yeah. I don't know. I just, um, I'm a weirdo. But I did get my <laughs> gearbox. I got my gearbox. The only side thing is when I actually ordered the gearbox, there was they were like one of the the bearings i needed i forget first i think it's the first motion roller support bearing or something like that i forget what it's actually called they were out of stock of it and i forgot so i didn't order that and it was so long that i forgot so i had to order that separately so that should be here monday so i'm gonna go out into the old garage today and uh, start kind of tinkering let's see what i can get it's probably gonna take me another six months so <laughs> oh, oh no! Make sure you give yourself enough time to ship the car to, to Ireland for for the Jack and Bertie's car show. Bonanza. What uh, what what date is that again? First of June. You've got six months. Oh yeah, we're golden. I said seven, you months. seven got... months. You have seven months. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Yeah. What does it take? Uh, yeah, a few weeks to get there, probably. Probably about four know. weeks, five weeks. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, no, you, have, you have plenty of time. Yeah, uh, plenty of time. All right, boys. I appreciate you being back on, Ian. It's always a pleasure. And yeah, uh, maybe uh, lovely to meet you, some, Ian. Sometime yeah, in the new me. year, we'll have you back on after the uh, after the show. We'll we'll catch up then. And um, anything else you guys got? If not, I will catch you guys on listening. the next one. Thanks, <laughs>